Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my friends. Welcome back to Detailed Breakdowns, Session 2. In Session 2, we will examine the detailed breakdown for the questions I shared in the last few episodes. Let's jump straight into Question 6. You are a project manager on a project. The critical path has been delayed. You have identified delay in the critical path. What should you do next? What you could do next is, first of all, reevaluate the project schedule for fast tracking or crashing opportunities. Because you know that if the critical path has been delayed, there is lateness in the horizon. So you need to reevaluate the project schedule and understand what is causing this delay, make sure this doesn't happen again, but then you need to fix what is happening. Fast track to catch up if you can. Crash, but just remember, fast tracking leads to additional risks. It could also lead to shoddy work and technical debt, not to mention mistakes. The other thing you could do is communicate the delay and adjust the timeline if you have been given the approval to do so. Now, what would have prevented this is quite debatable. Many things could prevent the critical path from being derailed. Number one, regular schedule monitoring. You'll see things come in before they arrive. You'll be able to take action earlier to stem the tide. Also, consistent risk evaluation with your team can help you overcome this challenge. Now, in the world of Agile, we do not have the critical path being observed the way we do in predictive. And that means you've got to watch the time box and you've got to make sure that done is truly done. You also need to make sure that done can be done. So don't commit to work that you know you cannot finish. This is easier said than done. And it takes a lot of teamwork to get to that optimum state of only biting off what you as a team can chew. Now let's move on to our next question. You are a project manager on a project. There are vendor delivery issues, vendor delivery problems. What should you do next? You could engage with the vendor to understand the delay and explore alternative solutions and adjust the project schedule if that is even possible. In some instances, it could lead to derailment that we read about in Scenario 6. Now, what could have prevented this is no different in the world of Agile than predictive. A comprehensive vendor management strategy and regular vendor check-ins, customer collaboration, over contract negotiation. These will help any team working with a vendor. Scenario 8. You are a project manager on a project. Resource constraints have impacted your schedule. What should you do next? 
first of all, seek to understand the constraints in as much detail as possible. You do recall there is a blanket strategy for any of the scenarios that you face on the PMP exam. Let's go through it one more time. Number one, always define the problem. Number two, break the problem down into smaller pieces if you need to. Number three, gather data. This will help you to better understand the root cause. When you understand the root cause, you can generate alternative solutions, choose the best solution, implement the solution, and make sure it worked. On top of that, there are other things you should do, like reading carefully and identifying the core issues, as I said, determining the phase you're in, you're kicked out of the airplane, 40,000 feet with a parachute. Where do you land among the 49 processes is a question you should ask yourself. Make sure you understand the tapestry of project management from PMBOK 6 lens first, because that will help you narrow down where you are on a panel of 49 grids. If you think about the PMBOK Guide 7, it doesn't do enough justice to help you pin point precise, know where you are. Avoid generalizations and look for the next logical step, not the step you did before or the step that's three steps away, the next step. Beware of distractions. Trust the PMBOK Guide principles in the seventh edition and use your gut. Go with your gut. And if you need additional help, remember we've got tons of courses and material at crazyon.com to help you. Let's jump into the next scenario now that you've got a base idea of how to tackle the problems in general. And when we talked about constraints, I said you could adjust the schedule. Then, of course, you communicate any potential delays and the new schedule. So there's a sequence of events for when there are changes on your project. You make sure you've got the change in writing and it's logged in the change log and there's an impact analysis and the impact analysis and your recommendation are then reviewed by a change control board. The change control board then decides whether to approve, reject, put on hold or pending. The change control board may have additional discussions with the stakeholders. What would have prevented resource constraints impacting the schedule? Well, a detailed resource management plan and, of course, regular resource monitoring. One of the things that will prevent most problems is a regular, honest, intentional monitoring of that area. Let's move on to number nine. You are a project manager on a project and there has been a communication breakdown with stakeholders. What should you do next? Well, the great Stephen Covey said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. You want to understand what the stakeholders are going through in their heads, in their emotions, address their concerns, their fears, and reestablish communication. The answer, my friends, is never 
process or tools when there is a people transparency communication option. I said the answer on the PMP exam to people problems is not processes and tools. It's understanding the people. That's a core tip. So reestablish communication. Make sure you understand what they're thinking and what they're going through and update the communication plan with a better strategy. What would have prevented this? Well, a clear communications management plan to begin with and regular stakeholder engagements. I didn't say meetings, regular stakeholder engagement, because you know, according to PMBOK 6, engagement is communicating with the stakeholder and working with them. All right, my friends, let's move on to the final one. The final one is you are a project manager on a project. There are regulatory compliance challenges. What should you do next? The answer is debatable, but you could, first of all, understand why you are experiencing challenges. Always defer to my blanket dig sieve approach. And then think about these. You could engage with a regulatory expert. You could adjust the project management plan for compliance and communicate changes to stakeholders. It is of utmost importance that regulatory challenges are nipped in the bud because they could make the entire organization sink. So when we see regulatory in the world of PMI, we don't joke with it. What would have prevented this? Early identification of regulatory requirements and inclusion in the project management plan. And there you have it, my friends. Again, we are done with another episode of the detailed breakdown of PMP exam scenarios. In conclusion, by following a structured approach, going through the right mindset, the right mentality, you can enhance your chances of PMP exam success by choosing the correct answer and navigating the complexities of situational PMP questions. Go on down to praiseion.com. Look out for our courses, Elite PMP, that you can find right now and register on demand. You can also register on demand for our CAPM program and many other programs like the Immersion program. All of the information is there. It's very affordable. Right now, our courses are so affordable. Go on down there, sign up, and let me know when you join. I would love to know that you joined. I'll guide you every step of the way towards your success. It is doable. It is achievable. You take care, my friend, and see you in the next episode. Bye for now.
See you later.